Welcome to the What's the Secret podcast. I'm super excited for this episode because I'm going to be interviewing Tom Matson. And if you're one of those people who thought to start an online business, you had to start with small price things and work your way up to big ticket items, Tom is going to show you how that is absolutely not the case. In this episode, Tom is going to explain how you can start with high ticket offers and programs even if you've never done anything like that before, and how you can be successful. Now, for those of you that don't know Tom, Tom is an international best-selling author with two books. He shared his message to more than 100,000 entrepreneurs on four continents. He's been in hundreds of TV, radio, and print interviews. He now leads an emerging global enterprise with a mission to empower 10,000 authority entrepreneurs to build global movements and seven and eight figure businesses. Bottom line is, Tom knows his stuff on creating high-ticket courses, and in this episode, he's going to share and show you exactly how you can do the same. Tired of being at the mercy of your job? Tired of watching your hard work fill someone else's bank account? Want control of your time and lifestyle? Well, if you want the real secrets, the gurus won't tell you of how ordinary people just like you and me, can create thriving businesses that deliver financial and lifestyle freedom, you're in the right place. Aloha, my name's Tom Gaddis, and welcome to What's the Secret Podcast. All right, aloha, WTS listeners. Tom Gaddis here, and we have a very special guest on today's episode, Tom Matson. Aloha, Tom, how you doing? Aloha kakayaka. Well, depending on when people are tuning in, right? The first yeah. words I taught my son when we were coming over to Kauai, uh, he was three years old and it took us like a week to teach him how to say good morning in Hawaiian. And by the time he did, the the ladies at the front desk would melt. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> and so I've never forgotten it. I've never forgotten it. So glad to be here. So excited. Yeah. Plus excited you're to Tom, have you. So it's got to be a brilliant day for both of us. I know, yeah. Together we're dynamite TNT, right? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> boom. Yeah, boom. Like there it. we go. Well, I'm really super excited uh, that you took time out to join us on the podcast. And I know the listeners are going to love what we have to share because, you know, I know your kind of superpower is creating these high ticket offers for people and their businesses like right out of the gate, mm-hmm. right? And so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. And what I would like to start with, though, is why don't you tell our listeners just a little bit about your story, like how you got into all this? And Sure. Um, so it all began when I was, no, I won't go right that far back. <laughs> uh, 82 businesses, made and lost millions, three distinct eras of my entrepreneurial career. The first 10 years or so was helping new businesses start small local bricks and mortar businesses built, I don't know, 187 coffee bars and retail shops and uh, uh, you name it. I got involved in pretty much starting up a business for about 10 years and I loved it. It was a great part of my time and journey. Um, And then I had a client that we had just doubled her sales, a new business. It was an established business. We doubled her sales in 30 days. And I would always promise 30% in 30 days, but my goal was always to double it in 30 days. I got very good at what I was doing and and we doubled it and we sat down for the debrief. My fees were then half up front, half at the end, only when I got the results. So I was, you know, having the final meeting to pick up the check and we do a debrief. I had these questions and one was, how would you rate the experience on a scale of one to seven? 
seven being the best thing since sliced bread, and one being, I knew I should never have hired this guy. And I'm thinking she's going to give me a 10, <laughs> right? I doubled her sales in 30 days. I promised yeah. her 90 days. She goes, well, probably a three. What? The rest of the whole meeting was a fog because I had to get out of there as fast as I could or I was going to lose it. Yeah. And I remember distinctly just like shaking and I got out of there and I took notes of whatever happened. And then I got out and I called up my old business partner, Mebs Delani. You opened some restaurants together and I called up and I said, Mebs, you got a few minutes. Yeah. Three out of seven. And he goes, I'd have given you a 10, Tom. <laughs> and the world was suddenly okay. And then I could relax. I could breathe again. And it, here's the thing. It, then, only then could I realize the reason she gave me a three out of seven. She gave me the check and she was happy with the money results. But it exposed, doubling her sales, exposed all these gaps in her training system that she knew she had to ha fire most of her staff. It was a retail business and she knew how much work that was going to be. She had a new baby at home. She knew that meant she was going to be away from the baby a bunch more, all because I doubled her sales. So in hindsight, I was lucky I got a three. Yeah. I really, really messed up her future by doubling her sales. And that sent me on a journey and I ended up meeting Michael Gerber. And I became an Emith mastery coach with Michael Gerber's approach because I realized doubling sales without systems is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not just a bad idea, it's really stupid, right? And because I used to think sales overcomes everything. But it yeah. doesn't because I would go in, I would help you build your sales and then I would leave and you had to deal with the chaos. And so I realized, okay, it's, they have to work together. So my next 10 years was really turnkeying people's businesses, creating structure and systems and processes so that the business could work with or without the owner. And in that journey, I got into franchising and licensing and a bunch of different scalable high leverage methods. And then this last 10 years, I sort of brought those two worlds together and now I help what I call authority entrepreneurs create global movements and seven and eight figure businesses at the same time, um, doing good and making money at the same time. So now I work with a subset of those previous audiences. <laughs> Where in the first yeah. 10 years, if you could fog a mirror, I'd work with you. Yeah, <laughs> in the second 10 years, you know, you had to be really serious about growing your business, but it didn't matter what type of business. Now I'm super picky and I only work with people that want to make a difference in the world, want to make the world a better place and make a lot of money along the way. And so uh, I, I've narrowed my focus, I guess, as I get wiser and lazier. But <laughs> <laughs> So that's the, uh, that's the 38 year journey in about uh, two and a half minutes. <laughs> that, that, that's awesome. One of the, you know, one of the things that got me excited about having you on here was, so one of the, what we're talking about this season in the, um, the What's the Secret podcast is what I call the milk method, right? This, and it's the, yeah, it's like market idea launch and uh, ka-ching. And what got me excited about talking to you is when, because when we're in this idea phase, what really what we're talking about is, you know, we need a vehicle to kind of get whatever we're putting out there. And there's lots of different ways to go about that. And I think a lot of people, when they're in that idea phase and what seems to be a really common, um, thing to go after is people start like low ticket. They think, okay, 
the the thing I need to start with is something low ticket, uh, easy barrier of entry, um, get as many people in as I can. And then, uh, you know, in, in direct marketing, they talk about monetizing on the back end. Like if I just, if I have this thing that people can afford, then I'll get all these people in and then I can monetize on the back end. But your approach is like 180 degrees of that, right? Yeah. And that's because I did my homework. I did my homework. I, I invested hundreds of thousands of dollars with all of the big names in our space. And in fact, we're both still in a high-end mastermind today. That's how we met um, with Brian Kurtz, right? And, yep. and so for me, Brian Kurtz, Jay Abraham, Rich Sheffrin, Jeff Walker, Lisa Sasevich, Brendan Bouchard, I invested money with all those people and got in their high-end programs. And what I found behind the scenes is what they teach is not how they made their money. And I would, as I got to know them, not in the beginning, obviously, but as I got to know them, I'd be like, well, why do you teach that? Except for Jay. Jay Abraham never, never teaches low ticket. He never teaches low ticket anything. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else te- taught low ticket first, a ladder of ascension, you'll hear, right? Yep. Free, then tripwire, then this, then this, then this, then this. It's BS. Nobody makes money that way. You, Ryan Dice, and that's the list. Let me go through the list again. Ryan Dice, and that's the list, right? And Ryan has, absolutely. And there probably are some people tuning in and go, well, I know this guy. Yeah, okay, there's a few people. But the vast majority of us spend more to acquire a customer than we bring in in revenue that way. And so how the heck can you serve your clients? If you're spending 120 or 220 or 500% of your revenue to acquire the client, you can't take care of your clients, problem one. Problem two, when you sell a course, like that's what they all say, right? Sell a course. If you sell a course and it's just the course and there's no skills, accountability, or mentorship, well, let me quote Tony Robbins' data. Tony Robbins has 3% of his students complete the course. And he's pretty good at motivating people. One could argue that's kind of his thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's kind of his thing. Right? I've spent a lot of money with Tony over the years. That's kind of his thing. And only 3% of his people complete a course. And that's not get results. That's just complete the damn course. And so courses don't cut it. And we all know that. If you talk to any of these people, these heavy hitters, and once I got to know them, they all knew that. They would talk about it openly. The only person who was open about this seemingly uh, completely contradictory approach to life is Dan Kennedy. And Dan would say, you know, my job, are you, are you an Apple kid-friendly podcast or can I speak clearly? Uh, it's, up, it's up to you. Okay. We're, we're, we're good. So, so I'm just <laughs> quoting Dan. Dan would say, my job's to sell you the shit. Your job's to use it. Yeah. And that's what he would say to this day. If he was here right now, he'd say the same thing. He was very open about it. My job is not to get you to use it. My job is to sell it to you. Everyone else pretends like they're happy. They want you to use it. But they're not putting skills, accountability, and mentorship in place so that you do use it, so that you do get results. And so for years, I had this struggle of push and pull and it was by accident I stumbled across the path that I'm on now. I, and I say that by accident because we had just done a launch. It was a six-figure launch in 32 days. In fact, it was $400,000, $425,000 30-some days. Crazy good numbers. Half up front, half at the end. So we got about 200000 and change up front. And we launched this initiative. And over the next four months, I got my butt handed to me. I had three partners in this project. We got crushed trying to fulfill 
I mean, not in a good way, in a really bad way. Right. And it was later I realized we'd sold a non-scalable offer. So we had no chance from the beginning. We didn't know that, of course. We wouldn't have sold it. We didn't know that, but we just got crushed. And I was trying to work through this, and I got invited on a summit by this guy, Frank Bria, who wrote the book Scale. And we were talking about risk reversal, which is my thing, guarantees. We'll get into that, I'm sure. And Frank was talking about scale. And I'm like, well, what does scale work in this context? He says, well, scale means you get a new client and there's no more work for you. I'm like, good luck with that model. He goes, well, no, but that's scale. Scale isn't more sales. People use, misuse the term all the time. That's more sales. <laughs> scale is when you grow your business and it's no more work for you. You got your team, you got your people, you got your systems. It's not that there isn't more work, just not more work for the owner. And I went, oh my God, that's what I've been missing. That was that. And I'm telling you, 35 days later, we had our first seven-figure launch. Frank and I, we partnered up. We had a seven-figure launch 35 days later from idea, not even idea, breakthrough, oh my God, I was missing this to creating an idea, to flushing out the idea, to creating a masterclass, to, to filling the masterclass, to running it, to collecting deposits and booking a million in sales. 35 days. Wow, that so, is a, that's amazing. Well, and here's the thing. What I learned in the last several years, implementing this idea and learning all sorts of ups and downs around it is the only way any of us have a chance is if we start with a high ticket program first. Because then we have the margins to build in skills, accountability, and mentorship so that we can deliver on our promise. And that way we can charge real value. In our case, we link it to results on top of that, which makes it even easier to sell and easier to market. We'll talk about that hopefully in a moment because it's so important for people to do. But if you don't have this philosophy of charging real value for your services and providing real value as a result, you can't make the money that you need to make to run your business. And people are noticing that right now. We're, this is in the middle of virus time, right? We're all quarantined all over the world. And they're like, I don't know how to survive. I don't know how to survive. Well, yeah, if you're making $6 on a transaction or even $600, we have a spreadsheet we give out in some of our master classes called, called Million Dollar Authority Spreadsheet. And in it, you can change the price of your program and the variables of delivery and calculate your cash flow. And as soon as it drops below 10,000, nobody can put in numbers that makes money on the bottom line over the next three years. It just sucks away all the numbers. And, and that's been my experience in the real world. And so people say, but wait a second, these guys teach this model. And I go, well, yeah, but they don't make money on that model. They make money on their high ticket. And then they develop this other method to sort of infill. And, and I call that whole world now the entrepreneur education cabal because <laughs> they don't, they don't really don't care if you get results. They just care that you'll buy the next thing from them. Right. And, and, you know, I, I actually think that the really alert ones, cause I've talked to them about this exact issue, the really alert ones get it and just don't want to do what it takes to build in skills, accountability and mentorship to everyone. They know that's what's necessary because they do it with all their high end programs. Right. This is not something they're not used to doing, <laughs> but they're not used to doing it on a $2,000 program because you can't, there's not enough margin, right? You need, for us, high ticket starts at 10,000 and goes from there, up from there. We just finished blueprinting a program this morning as we record this, this interview for a quarter million dollar program. 
And the promise is an eight-figure exit. Well, would you pay $250,000, half of which you don't pay until the eight-figure exit, by the way. <laughs> would you pay $250,000 for an eight-figure exit? Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. We didn't even go through the program details and Tom's ready to sign up, <laughs> right? It's not a complicated, like when you have a big outcome and a big promise and half is linked to results, it's like, well, yeah, duh, who wouldn't? That's one of the things that we learned. And that's why I'm such an evangelist about spreading the word. And it's why even today we're going to give away scholarships to your listeners that want to develop their own program because this is so important that we are literally giving away our, our high ticket program training because it's a game, it's such a game changer for people when they understand this proposition that they can charge more, make more, and have more impact. So let me play the devil's advocate here for a minute. Mm -hmm. Cause I know, and I know for me, so like I hear all that and it's like, wow, that all sounds great. Right. But when you're somebody who's just getting started or you're trying to branch out into this, it's like imagining yourself asking for that kind of money is just like, it just makes you like, not freak show. yeah, freak freak show. Out. like yeah. how do you, how do, how, how do you recommend or what do you suggest people do to get over that? I mean, so, how do you really smart question? Really smart question. I can tell why you're hosting your own show. Um, first, <laughs> there's there's three parts to that answer, and they're all are equally important. In fact, one would argue that without all three of these, it'll never happen. The first is mindset. Uh, we actually have a full time mindset coach in all of our programs for everyone going through them, scholarship or paid, because it's so important. It's such a big thing, and it's not fear of failure. It's fear of success. It's fear of success. It, that's the silent killer out there. There's seven big fears. Fear of success is the one that trips entrepreneurs up all the time from making seven figures. Otherwise, we'd all be making seven figures. We're working our butts off. We're taking all the risk. We're putting all this on the line. You want to do that for the same wage as an employee? That's ridiculous. Like, you know, people say, oh, I want to make six figures. I'm like, why? You could get a job and make six figures. So, so the first part is you need to believe you're worthy of that. And for me, that belief system, fortunately, is linked to value. The more value I provide, the more I get compensated. In a free society, that's the way it works. And so if you're not, here's the way to think about this. If you're not being compensated, it simply means you're not providing value to your market. Mm -hmm. Right? My old mentor, Jay Abraham, said, if you are providing a product or service with value, you have a moral obligation to serve as many people as possible. I believe that to be true. And so part of the way you can do that is by making a lot of money doing that. The other thing is, you know, one of the saddest things in the world is a broke philanthropist. Like if you want to do good in the world and you got no money, that's sad, man. Right. You know, people are going through all sorts of chaos right now as we record this. And there are people stepping up and helping out. Michael Dell today donated a hundred million dollars to COVID relief. A hundred million dollars today. Just like, you know what? I want to help these people out. Like I know for him, that's probably like 20 bucks for you and me talk, but still <laughs> it's a hundred million bucks. It's not 20 bucks. Right? So we have an obligation. We got to believe that we have an obligation and to serve and to do that, we should be compensated. The second is you got to have a method or a program that can deliver results. So depending where you are on the authority scale, you're going to partner with other authorities. You're going to add other elements. Very few people come to us and they have it all inside their own brain and they don't need any help. Usually they need to add components to it. 
in order to get that sort of result. That's okay. When you're dealing with a high ticket program, right? That quarter million dollar program I was quoting earlier, uh, in stage three, we've designed in an executive leadership team retreat where you take your team and you go on a retreat and we teach you a two-year strategic planning process called ESO. That process, the best in the world, charged 300 bucks an hour to deliver. <laughs> so you can hire the best in the world, two days, six hours for four grand. Well, it's a quarter million dollar program. You can afford four grand for that little retreat, right? You don't have right. to do it yourself. You just hire them and off they go and they do it. And your customers will love you, right? In the podcast world, are you doing everything? Are you editing your show notes? Are you doing your graphics? Are you doing all of that? No, right? You're a pro. You outsource all these parts and pieces. And most podcasts are free. And yet you still do that. Why? Because it's the only smart way to do it. Well, for paid businesses, guess what? You got more cash flow. You can outsource to better people. You can outsource to better people. So second is program design. And the third aspect is you need to have mentors. It doesn't have to be me or our team, but you need to have mentors. You need to talk to someone that's done seven figures or eight figures or done seven figure launches or eight figures. Like you, 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 if you're learning from people that have never done what you want to accomplish, chances are their advice is messed up. Right. Right. I mean, you know, the old adage of to a grade three student, a grade five student is God is true, right? You don't have to be that far ahead, but you do need to be a, a little bit ahead. You do need to be a little bit ahead. And then if you price your program so that the outcome is based on you both getting there and helping the person get there, then it's super easy to market it, even if you haven't proven it yet. And that was kind of the secret that we unlocked accidentally in our pricing structure because I was trained by Jay Abraham to always guarantee results. In fact, I've been guaranteeing results since I was 23, which for you kids out there is back when there were yellow pages and no Google. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. They're not just bookmarks. <laughs> They're actual documents. They were like the web in a book. <laughs> and so uh, it's been a long time I've been guaranteeing results. And so for me, I just naturally built it into everything I do, including a high ticket program. And lo and behold, people go, well, that that's refreshing. Even to this day, we've been teaching this for three and a half years, thousands of people through our master classes, and now we're giving away all these scholarships. And there are still people, experienced marketers, who come to me and go, guaranteeing results, that's such a crazy idea. And I'm yeah. like, it's not crazy. <laughs> What's crazy is you think it's crazy. <laughs> right? Right. I mean, yeah. satisfaction guaranteed was Sears's guarantee, and that didn't help them enough. That was barely enough to keep them alive for a couple of decades. Right. So you, I mean, guaranteeing results is an important part of the process for sure, but I digress. Those are all great points. I mean, you, you answered that, that question perfectly. This episode of what's the secret podcast is sponsored by offline sharks, offline sharks, where website designers, social media experts, SEO professionals can get custom software tools and training on how to quickly scale and grow their digital agencies. If you're looking to build reoccurring revenue into your agency and go from one to two clients to six figures and beyond, Offline Sharks is the place to do it. So head over to offlinesharks.com forward slash Tom and start growing your agency today. Why don't we talk about why don't we talk about this process? Because I know the listeners, they think, okay, 
sounds great. Okay, I get all this. It's you know, I have an obligation to do this to bring value. But how do you how do you structure something together that does those things? How do you? Yeah, do? and that's a great question because I think it's so important for people to understand that this is a process, and you can do it. And there are there are five stages to the process that I teach. And if we got time, we'll go through all five stages. Um, yeah. The first one is you got to solve big problems. You got to solve big problems. It has to be a six or seven figure problem, or ideally an eight figure problem that you're solving. If you're sol- if you're not solving a big problem, what you need to do is re-examine what you're doing and add things to it. And my favorite example is um, websites. Websites, right? What do you do? I make websites. Okay. Well, I don't want a website. I don't want a website. I need a website, but I don't want a website. No business person wants a website. <laughs> what they want is a way to get what new clients, prospects, leads, at least, but ideally new clients. And so the person who designs websites, if they start thinking, well, my client actually wants clients. So instead of a website, I'm going to create a lead generation machine. And it includes a website and it includes a webinar or a masterclass and it includes some funnels and includes some follow-up systems and it includes some training for the team so they can actually sell these clients that come, prospects that come to them and all of it together. Now it's a system. A system. I interviewed this guy yesterday who's got a system for using LinkedIn to produce a constant stream of quality leads, right? We're looking to partner with people that are experts on LinkedIn right now because it's a great way to grow. And so I was testing his system, asking questions. What about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? Because the reality is there's one way to make LinkedIn work and it's the old fashioned hard work way, (laughs) right? And so I keep on meeting other people. It's like, no one's cracked the code. It's like old fashioned hard work. And at best, you delegate some of the old-fashioned hard work, right? And that's what this one was. And I'm like, great, okay, good. Yeah, I'm used to that. What else you got? <laughs> so you got you to gotta make sure you're solving big problems. And if you don't, you need to add things to it until it's a big problem. And by the way, it's, there's only five things people will pay big money for. Making money, saving money, staying out of jail or compliance in the B2B world, a better life, and better relationships. Those are the five things. So you need to figure out which of the five is your niche, is your, is, your, is your perfect spot. And then if it's the last two, better life, better relationships, or sorry, yeah, better life, better relationships, add in dot, dot, dot for entrepreneurs. That's the easy way to sort of figure out how the heck do you make those things work, right? So we're talking to somebody who's an expert, actually they're in our, our, our Brian Kurtz mastermind, an expert on relationships and couples. Well, divorce is expensive. We all know that, right? Either personally or secondhand. But divorce for entrepreneurs is crazy expensive. Because it's not just the dividing up of the assets. It's the loss of your soul and passion and fire, in my case, for six whole months. And we were growing a company like this at the time. The minimum it cost me was $5 million in sales and at least a half million in my pocket. So it was far more expensive, the lost momentum, right? So better relationships, yeah, better. Even if, even if it was a friendlier exit for my brain, because as entrepreneurs, we always blame ourselves, right? <laughs> Let's face it, we were, oh, it's our fault, this happened, it's our fault, this happened. So, you know, it was my fault we were getting a divorce. That's how my brain took it. And then I beat up on myself for six months. I didn't even know I was beating up on myself. Yeah, I've been through all this training and all these systems and 
I didn't know it until later and the fog lifted and I went, holy cow, what happened to me? And then all of a sudden I went, okay. So those five, right? You with me on that so far? Yeah, I'm with you so far. Okay. Next item, bring order from chaos. This is the big one. Our job as authority entrepreneurs is to bring order from chaos. So for us, that means five stages, finish lines and prizes for each stage. So it's absolutely easy to follow every step of the way. Okay. So five, why five? Why five stages? Why not 25 or whatever else, right? Because what we found from testing is that more than five is too complicated. And less than five, there's not enough meat there for high ticket. There's not enough meat there. Five is the perfect number. There's also some NLP or neurosocial conditioning behind that number and a few other things. But, you know, for the listeners tuning in, start with five. Now, I'm not saying cut stuff out. Like if there are 12 steps to your method, it might be that step four is do these six things. Like I'm not saying cut stuff out, the opposite. I'm saying organize it, right? Use post-it notes or mind mapping software. Drag things around until they're in five buckets. And part of what they're paying you for is to bring order from chaos. In fact, it's really what they're paying you for, right? In that area, in that area. That also means, by the way, you don't have to be the expert, Tom. You can study the top 20 experts in the field. Today, easier than ever, right? Buy their books, watch their webinars, masterclasses. You take the top 20 experts in any field, right? That's why I love these summits, these online summits. You can become an expert in direct marketing in one day. You can become an expert on any topic in one day or one week if you really focus and listen in. And so you don't even have to be the authority expert. You can be what we call the reporter expert, where you study and pull all these things out, but your job is to bring order from all that chaos. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. Any questions I, on that one? No, no, no questions. I know, I mean, that's exactly how I started my online business, right? I wasn't technically an expert, but I was just far enough ahead of the people that had never gotten any clients and never done anything that I was able to start sharing what I was doing and, and, and looking around at what was going on and distilling that information and bringing back to them. And people love that. Totally. Because we're saying, I mean, order from chaos, what are you saving? Time and money, time and money. Those are the two commodities that matter most to most of us, right? We can get, we can learn faster. I did a masterclass years ago. You'll laugh. It was called uh, smart people learn from their mistakes geniuses learn from others. That's great. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I made and lost millions. So you can learn from my mistakes or you can make them on your own and learn on your own. <laughs> it's right? like, cause you're going <laughs> to learn them. Like the reality is these laws, you're going to have to learn, right? You have to learn the tripwires and starting small ladder of ascension don't work. You're going to learn that. You, whether you learn from my advice today or you go beat your, your head against the wall for the next three years and then surrender and then change path or give up and get a job and then you watch other people do it, you're going to learn that. It's just a for, fact of economic reality. The third thing, step in our approach is doing good and making money at the same time. I believe entrepreneurs are the greatest force for good in business. I don't think it's government that's going to save us from this crazy virus stuff going on. I don't think it's the NGOs or the UN. I think it's going to be entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs are going to save us from the craziness going on now like they always have. Not all entrepreneurs. Of course not. Some entrepreneurs are evil just like some of doctors are evil and some pilots are evil and some film people are evil, right? But the vast majority of entrepreneurs know 
we get compensated by bringing value to the world, right? We get compensated a lot if we bring a lot of value to the world, right? Peter Diamandis always says, you want to be a billionaire? Help a billion people, <laughs> right? So entrepreneurs are going to solve problems. Here's the thing. If you do good and make money at the same time, you get more people supporting you. You create what we call raving fans instead of happy clients. Raving fans are more loyal when you mess up. Lord knows I need that one. They willingly spend more with you and they willingly refer unsolicited to you. That's what a raving fan is. Well, here's a little newsflash. 50 raving fans and you have a seven-figure business. 50 happy clients, you might survive. But 50 raving fans, you have a seven-figure business if your business has the strategy behind it to take advantage of that. So it's really important to do good and money, make money at the same time. And those of us that are dolphins, just we love that because that's the way you like to play. But if you're a shark and you hear this, just try pretending to be a dolphin. Just try. Have fun. You know, like be like Tom's shoes, right? Give away a pair when you buy a pair, right? Just as a marketing strategy even. Fake it. And you'll find, guess what? Your customers will love you a lot more. And suddenly you'll become a convert. You'll be like, you know what? I like this making money and doing good at the same time because they flip it around. They always put the money part first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the sidebar. So that's number three. Number four is you got to guarantee results. You got to guarantee results. You should, if you're selling wisdom and knowledge and you're not guaranteeing results, you should quit. Let me say that again. If you're selling wisdom and knowledge and you're not guaranteeing results, you should quit. If you're not, if you're not proud enough about the work you're doing to guarantee results, Stop selling it. Would a restaurant serve lousy food? No, because what happens? The customer's going to send it back. There's no written guarantee on the wall. If you don't like your food, send it back and we'll refund your money. There's no guarantee on a wall. But we don't tolerate bad food in a restaurant, right? Why would we? We shouldn't. Well, guess what? People get online and they start selling stuff and they forget their common sense brain and they think they can sell crap and get away with it. Well, those are real customers. Those are real people. So if you don't have the belief in your stuff to, to guarantee it, don't sell it. Now, I'm not saying don't sell stuff. I'm saying don't sell stuff you don't believe in. Find something you can believe in. Heck, in today's world, become a referral partner for people you can support. If your stuff isn't worth supporting, and I mean that genuinely, right? You see this all the time, Tom, right? There are people out there who really should be an affiliate partner of someone else's program, <laughs> right? Pardon That's me. what yeah. they should be. And by the way, I know affiliate partners that make seven figures. You probably do too. There are lots of affiliates that make six figures. There are some really, really high income people out there that are just selling other people's stuff, but they believe in it. They believe in it. Uh, any questions, comments on the guarantee side? No, I mean, I, I think that's all good information. I hope people are taking notes because, I mean, this is all- They're going to need the cliff notes golden. for this one. We're whipping yeah, through, right? All like, yeah, these are all like golden nuggets, but yeah, I'm with you. Last element is make it scalable. If you're going to sell a program, not a course, because remember, courses people don't complete, right? Wendy Lipton-Dibner, the queen of impact, has 93% of her participants complete her program. It's 93%. Tony Robbins has 3%. So guess who I study- when it comes to completing and getting impact. I study Wendy, not Tony on that topic, <laughs> right? If I, want, if I want to change my state, I talk about Tony. But if I want to study impact, I'm talking about Wendy, right? Because she is the queen. She's got 14 overlapping systems and four others supporting that 
that she teaches you if you ever learn her method. 18 systems. But she gets 93% completion. And here's the thing. She's not happy at 93%. She wants more. But part of that is you need to create a scalable program. Scalable programs have five elements. And so far, these are the only five I've seen that truly fit the model of scalable that Frank Bria shared with me earlier that I mentioned when I mentioned his book. The first is virtual training. We all know that one, right? Record the information, put it in the cloud so people can learn, right? There's a bunch of people going right now. I can't keep up with this, Tom guy. Holy cow. I need the recording. I'll listen to the recording. I'll stop and start. Well, guess what? We all have different paces of learning. That's why in the cloud is the best way to learn. If you're listening to this as a podcast, you can pause, you can stop, you can rewind. If you're listening to it live, good luck keeping up. <laughs> right? So that's the first one, virtual training. Second is group coaching, not one-on-one coaching. You really hang out with any high-end entrepreneurs. They don't do one-on-one coaching. They do boardrooms. They do advisory boards. They do masterminds. They do one-to-many. And so we describe group coaching as one-on-one coaching in a group setting. It's way more powerful than one-on-one coaching, way more powerful for your clients. It's way more leveraged for you because obviously there's a bunch of people on the call at the same time. Most people understand the advantages for us in doing group coaching, but for your clients, it's better too because they're all listening in. They're listening to the answers. They're like, that's a good question. I never thought of that question. Ooh, that's a good answer. And now they don't need to ask that question because they've just got the answer because they're listening in to you give the answer to someone else. So group coaching. Third is masterminds. Masterminds. Done right, the greatest force for good in business. Problem is most masterminds suck. Most masterminds aren't really masterminds. They're glorified hot seats at best. But a real mastermind, you're tapping into the collective wisdom of everyone in the room. So group coaching, you're the expert or your faculty are the expert. Masterminds, the participants are the expert. That's where Napoleon Hill talked about the power of the mastermind and think and grow rich. It wasn't Napoleon Hill being the expert, right? It was the group, the shared mindset. And that's, the, that's why I call it the most powerful force for good in business done right. So you got to have masterminds, group coaching, and virtual training in your programs to make them scalable. The other two, some will have, some won't have, depends on the program. First is scalable done-for-you services. Note I said scalable, not custom, not unique every single time. That is not scalable. That's a recipe for banging your head against the wall. And you make 350,000 years of consultant and you never see your family. And they have no idea who you are because they're growing up without you because you're working your butt off because you have to be there all the time doing everything for your client. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about scalable done-for-you services. Back to that website example, Right. You can have a custom website every time that's different, or you can have a theme and a template that you replicate. One scalable, or one's not, right? Scalable done for you services. And then the last one is live events, live events, workshops, where necessary. And I've, I said this all the time before live events got such a bad name, like, you know, you'll die if you come to my live event, which is a bad name for sure. but live events will come back because there are things about live events that you can't replicate online. There are things you just can't replicate online. Good luck getting a hug online, right? I've tried. It doesn't work very well. (laughs) There's no warm fuzzy with cyber hugs, right? It doesn't matter what there is. It's not the same. So, So there are some things that live is necessary. So you only build live in if it's necessary for results for your client. Not so you can sell them more stuff. 
That's a different reason for live. And by the way, I have no problem selling stuff. I love selling stuff, but don't do live for that reason. Do live if it's better for your clients getting results, right? We've got uh, one of our million dollar book launch clients teaches leadership to men. They call it Humble Alpha is their program. And Unleash Your Humble Alpha is their book and their methodology. And part of being a humble alpha is like owning the room without being a cocky bastard. Well, guess what? They got to teach that live. It's not about owning the room on the camera. That's different. It's about owning the room in the room. That has to be taught live. So in their program, they have retreats as part of the program. Not a lot of them, and they're awesome, and they're short, but they're very, very powerful, right? So when you're developing your programs, you want to make those five elements of scalability your program, and as little of everything else as you can, as little as you can, and then you truly have a scalable program. And then when you do that, you, we call it a game changer, a game changer program, because it's a game changer for your clients, right? Guaranteed results. It's also a game changer for you. Because you're making real money, sometimes for the first time, right? I mean, if your program's $25,000, Tom, let's say it was product launches, because I know that's one of your secret spots, right? Let's say you were doing a six-figure launch funnel guarantee, which would be like the low-end offer in this world, right? Well, if you're guaranteeing 100000 could you see guaranteeing a quarter million if you had multiple launches and it extended over a year? Yeah, absolutely. Right. So now our rule of thumb is 10x on fee. So now you're at a $25,000 program fee guaranteeing a quarter million, which by the way, is the most common spot for people with our programs. $25,000 is the most common price point. Some are 10, some are 25, some are 50, some are 100, some are 250. But uh, we don't have anyone at a million yet. It'll come (laughs) for the program. It'll come. But right now, 25,000 is the sweet spot. Well, how many sales do you have to do to do a $100,000 launch, Tom? This is high math. At $25,000 per customer, how many sales to do $100,000? Four. Four. See, the Maui sunshine hasn't dulled his brain. <laughs> how many to do a million? I guess that would be 40. 40. Yeah. So when I say a million dollars, most people go, oh, my God. No, 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 no. But if I said could you get 40 clients that you could serve in the next year? Most would say, yeah, 40. What do you think? I'm working like one hour a day. Yeah, I can, I can help 40 people. Well, there you go. 40 people at 25,000 is a million dollars. So this is like, for me, it's like why I'm such an evangelist about the need for high ticket programs, not just high ticket programs though, high ticket programs that guarantee results for your clients. That's the key. Guarantee results for your clients. Then you can change the world. And for the people listening in, we're giving away our training on how exactly to do this, our full program. If we have time before, oh my gosh, we're over our time slot. <laughs> I was just yeah. whipping away. No, why don't, you, why don't you go ahead and tell listeners where they can go to get their, their hands on that? Well, we'll get the links so that you got them in the show notes uh, here. Yep. So if you're listening to this, just go to Tom's show notes. But what we're giving away, we decided to do this late last year we had done this online summit and we did an income survey post-summit. We had tens of thousands of people from all over the world. And we had uh, 90 speakers and we had a startup track, first 100,000, first million and scaling to eight figures. We had people from all across tuning in. But the average income, according to the participants in a blind survey, like anonymous survey, was $32,000. 
And most people in an anonymous survey tend to round up how much money they're making. So we're like, holy crap, that's brutal. That's not, I live in Vancouver. You can't buy a door in a single family home for $32,000. The teardown homes are 1.1 million in Vancouver. Like the ones you won't live in. So it's like, how do you even survive? So we decided to give away as a test, a million dollars worth of our most popular program, the Game Changer program. And it was such a hit and people loved it so much and we knew they would, but what we didn't expect was that they would send us referrals and they would upgrade and they would buy other programs at a high rate. And later it was sort of like, well, duh, you're giving away your best stuff. Of course, they're going to become raving fans. Like, hello, McFly. Like it was sort of like this duh moment, but we didn't do it for that reason. We weren't doing it to be strategic and make a fortune. We are doing it to give away and serve. But once we saw it did both, Hey, we're no dummies. <laughs> so right. this year, our goal was to give away $10 million worth of scholarships. And so I began all sorts of initiatives to give away $10 million in scholarships. And then this virus thing came along. And you were on the masterclass where we upped our game by another zero. And now our goal is to give away $100 million worth of scholarships this year. That's 10,000 of them. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of podcasts, a lot of people to talk to. But here's the thing. If you think what we've been talking about makes sense and you want to learn how to have your own Game Changer program, we give away what we call the Game Changer Program Academy. It's a four-month program, 12 coaching calls a month, all the training, all the support, accountability partners, mentorship, you name it. It's, it's as if you paid us 10000 In fact, this particular program we used to sell for 15000 and then we split it into two programs, one for 10, one for 25. And so it's the $25,000 or the $10,000 program that we're scholarshipping. Not everyone will qualify. I'll tell you right now, right now, 82% of the people that fill out the applications qualify. So, there, you know, if you have zero authority and zero interest to build it or zero time to put in your business and you're honest when you answer the questions, we will not let you in. Like we will not like, you know, we're not going through the exercise of trying to run up our numbers right? Only if it makes sense. But most people qualify. And we'll, we'll welcome you with open arms. We literally want to help you create a movement around what it is you love and adore and the impact you can bring to the world. And if that interests you, then yeah, check out the show notes and, and, and do it. I mean, the launch world that you're in is begging for people that could guarantee results. Because there are so many Shysters is the only word I can think of, right? Who pretend, pretenders, launch pretenders, let's call them, right? But as soon as you know what you're doing in this world, and I know you do, as soon as you know what you're doing, you package it up, you guarantee results, you can change people's lives. You can change people's lives. I'm working with one of the scholarship people in our program. Her offer, it's not finalized, but right now her offer, her program is going to be million dollar masterclass program. And she's going to guarantee a million in sales. She started out, it was going to be six-figure webinar program. <laughs> and then we showed her the difference on webinars and masterclasses. And she goes, dang, I should be doing that instead. <laughs> right. So she pivoted and now she's doing that. And she couldn't even do six-figure masterclass program because that's four customers. How can you do a 12-month program and only guarantee four customers? Like that's a waste of everyone's yeah. time. So she's like, well, I guess I got up my game. So she's playing with the numbers now, working on it. So, um, yeah, we encourage everyone tuning in. Absolutely. And when you go to the page, if we're still open for scholarships, you know we haven't hit our 10,000 yet. Uh, but I, my guess is it'll be open for most of this year because it will take a lot of work to get there. 
but we're excited about it. We're having fun with it. And uh, if you come in, we treat you as if you paid real money. And that's the thing I'm most proud of, actually. Uh, we get some great feedback from people on it. And you're invited well, too, Tom. Well, thank you. I, yeah, that, I mean, that whole thing sounds awesome. And you guys can find those show notes at tomgaddis.com under this episode. So if you just go to the website, tomgaddis.com, click on episodes, you'll see the one with Tom there. Go there and we'll have a link and everything inside the show notes. So Tom, man, that was like, that was like a fire hose of information <laughs> that uh, was just phenomenal. And uh, I really appreciate you taking time to to join us here today. One one final thing I would like to say though, is like, you know, I'm one of those people that I believe like, you know, sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. So is there something from where you sit that maybe you think I, I could have asked, I should have asked, or something our listeners need to know moving forward? Great question. Well, there's one piece around guarantees that, that I think it's worth sharing. And that is with a great guarantee or what Jay called risk reversal, because you're taking the risk off the prospect's shoulders and putting on your shoulders when you do it right. You get nine times as many prospects for the same work. So whether, whether you agree with high ticket program or not, and you just want to stick medium ticket or even low ticket, test a guarantee. You get nine times as many people raising their hand. It is the single biggest thing you can do to transform whatever you're doing right now. And now you're not going to convert nine times as many people, right? In my experience is you'll convert three times as many people. But with one change, you can triple? Like that's worth, worth testing, right? Get out there and test it. Get off the sidelines and test that idea. You all have heard about guarantees. These aren't lame guarantees. Make them real guarantees, right? And, 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 and shift that risk. And you will find it'll open up doors and windows that you'd never considered before, allow you to play at a higher level. And that's when the real fun happens. Yeah, that's great advice. Great advice. Well, Tom, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate you being here. And uh, yeah, check out the show notes on tomgaddis.com where you can get the link to the application process for the scholarships. And Tom, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks again very much. You're welcome. And mahalo nui loa to you and your, your listeners. <laughs> thanks, Tom. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. If you found it helpful, then please share it with someone else. Just simply share the link or post it on Facebook and say, check this out. Really make my day if you did that. Also, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already so every podcast gets sent straight to you and you don't have to go searching for it. Again, my name's Tom Gaddis, and I'll see you next week on What's the Secret Podcast. Aloha for now, everyone.